Welcome to Let's Place. It's the objective science podcast where we do objective science on what, may I ask you, on the video games that we all know and love, where we decide how good they are or bad they are according to their objective video game qualities. I'm Luke, I'm the host, and I've got the mother host with me like Chelsea. Hi. And I've got uh, the other co-host who there's no bad blood between us whatsoever, Crystal. Yeah, it's me. There, there's no bad blood between us. There's no discussion we need to have that we've been avoiding. <laughs> Listen, everyone has hurt everyone, and it's all going to be okay. I feel like he's put, like, a Stanley footnote. For comics fans out there, you may not know about this. We stabbed one another in the back, and in doing that, we're now much closer than we used to be, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a very accidental... <laughs> it was a very accidental stab. Yeah, yeah. Luke and Chelsea were just swinging a knife, and then Crystal <laughs> maybe made a precision hit. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that's all behind us now. I mean, it's not behind Crystal yet because she's still editing her episode, but, you know, it'll have been behind us by the time you're hearing this, probably. Although, we could just perpetuate the cycle by having Chelsea put this episode out before Crystal's. But let's not do that. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be like a non-linear. Right, we're just gonna, yeah, like a like a Catch-22 sort of story. Yeah. Boy, you really can't reference something as like a Catch-22 if you're referring to, you know, like the non-chronological structure of the novel Catch-22. Because it sounds like you're just talking about the concept of a Catch-22. I'm rambling. Yeah, That's are. what Ulysses thought, is for. I, I also thought you were talking about the, the concept Catch-22. So I, no, I think I a, like a better reference would be, what was that Kurt Vonnegut movie when they became unstuck in time? Oh, um, yeah, that uh, like Slaughterhouse-Five. Yeah, hey, Luke, yeah. is there anything special about this episode? It, uh, Chelsea, I'm so glad you asked because there's something very special about this episode, or should I say, very spookshul about this episode? Because spookshul, huh? It, it's our <laughs> Halloween spooky. special. That's a really good wordplay. You didn't have to make up a word. <laughs> That's a very good wordplay. Chelsea, don't berate him for that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are going to place five sort of spooky video games in the name of the season. Uh, what season is that? I, of course, mean Canadian Thanksgiving, the spookiest holiday. <laughs> anyway, we've uh, we've got five uh, scary video games to rate tonight. We've got Halloween for the Atari 2600. We've got Five Nights at Freddy's, the first one. We've got Penumbra Overture, Resident Evil 4, and costume quest, which I guess that one's not spooky, but it's still in the theme. It's yeah, it's Halloweeny. It's still a Halloween themed video game. Get off our backs. God. <laughs> I mean, that one's my fault. I just wanted to include costume quest because I love costume quest. Right. Well, this this cute, theme episode so was your idea, so you just kind of got to run the show on what games we placed, which is fine. <laughs> All right, I'm looking up at Halloween for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Because I know nothing about this game, other than I think, apparently, we had a discussion about it at some point. Oh, it's based on the Michael Myers Halloween. Oh, okay. okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, this is a spooky game. This is a funny game. This okay. is a comedy game. Oh, sweet. Oh, it says it's spooky, but uh, let me link you this image of Halloween for the 2600, because it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it says, protect the children and fight for your life the night he came home. Babysitting a group of children in a large two-story house, players assume the role of Laurie Strode, a psychopath Michael Myers has escaped from the mental institution and has come back for revenge. 
Players must guide the children to safe rooms while avoiding Michael Myers and his knife. So you can't just avoid Michael Myers. You also need to avoid his knife. Oh, okay. <laughs> the house is large and full of dangerous blackouts and dead ends within its 16 rooms. However, Lori is not completely defenseless. There's a knife that can be found to protect herself once the familiar theme music begins to play and the killer remains in pursuit. Players will advance to the next level by either stabbing Michael Myers twice or rescuing five of the children. So it's your basic two-stab-five rescue structure for a game. I have a, I have a quick question. A classic. I thought you were supposed to avoid the knife. But you can have well, a knife? Well, no, so you need to avoid the mic of the knife of Michael Myers. The oh, mic okay. of Knifel Myers. The, the mic of Knifel Myers. That's my the favorite. Knife. But then you can get a knife of your own, and he has to avoid that one. <laughs> Who's got the about. knife now, buddy? Fair play. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this is for the Atari 2600, so maybe, you know, didn't have the highest fidelity graphics. I like that you'll just be, like, walking around and... Michael Myers isn't in the room yet, and it, the music is just like dude, 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 and then he walks in, and suddenly it's do 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 Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and it's very funny. It's like a four-note rendition of the Halloween theme. Yeah, there's, there's, they were trying. By golly, they were trying. What's this little protruding gray thing coming out of Michael Myers's? in this sprite? That's a great question, because I didn't look at that before. This is neat. Oh. Unco uncomfortable. But, Check out yeah. the ass on that man, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he has a very protruding uh, butt, and also apparently a uh, an erection. I would go so far, I would go so far as to say that his entire ass is out. <laughs> yeah, it's... Hmm. Old, I, old, old ass out Michael Myers, you know how he do. <laughs> From the classic... <laughs> Horror movies. Yeah, wow. There's a lot of like Chelsea. I, I cannot agree that that is his knee because then his butt would be pointed down, but it's clearly more angled up. <laughs> yeah, um, hmm. <laughs> it it looks like he is in the sexy woman on a like poster pose where he's twisting to show you his butt and face at the same time. Also, they didn't bother to make a knife the knife a different color than like uh, his skin. It looks like no, it's a skin knife. Yeah, oh, no. so he's just got, like, a really long nose up there. Which, and I don't know a lot about how the Atari 2600, you know, rendered graphics or anything, but he does have gray, like, on his costume. I would think that would mean they could use, that they would have gray in their color palette for him. And could just make the knife gray and not skin-toned. But what do I know? Also, the woman you're playing has, has the tiniest head. I was about to say, is that even a head? That's just four no, dots. That's... Her... Her head is one by two pixels. No, that's not her head. Her head got cut off. Yeah, her head got oh. cut off. That's why there's the blood spurting out. Okay, I thought that was like pigtails. Yeah, listen, yeah. I looked the video. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> I was with Luke on this one. I was like, yeah. listen, they did her head bad. You can okay, see the gameplay where she has a full-sized head. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, no, if we're looking, right, right. so if we're looking at this picture... Um, well, yeah. hang on, I'll look and at the gameplay video first. she goes running off with her neck splurting when she gets hit. Right, right. Okay, it definitely looks like, uh, in the in the still frames, it looks like she got cut in half, and there's a pool of blood, and then her feet under her, because the blood and the and the pants are basically the same color. Yeah. So I was really worried that there was just a lot of blood in this Atari <laughs> video game. 
Yeah, I, I will say, Crystal, in motion, you can tell that that protrusion is supposed to be a kneecap. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm with you, and that still, it looks uh, different than that. Yeah, but... checking out this video, and it, it does look like that. Yeah, because it animates. I really um, like these walking animations. Look at those feet go. Look at them little feet. They're Gambit. All right, well. Oh, that kid's let's... gonna die. Oh, that's a nope. dead kid. Got him. Oh, Got him. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's definitely very much shaking his booty as he walks. Oh yeah. He knows he's got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a strange animation where it looks like he's like strutting down the walkway, but also he's he's stabbing people. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, as the kids say, if you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> All right. Well, we have current. We have currently ranked 260 games, which means we are starting at number 130. Crystal, how does Halloween for the Atari 2600 compare to IL-2 Sturmovic? I gotta go with IL-2 Sturmovic, which is a good video game. Right, yeah. This is the the, the 100 multiplayer online flight sim that we always poo-poo for no reason. I don't know. It seems pretty middle of the pack. <laughs> it is literally middle of the pack right now. Seems where it belongs. <laughs> Flight simulator enthusiasts have yelled at me. <laughs> How many flight sim enthusiasts do you know? Not many, but the ones I do know have gotten mad that I've not given this game its due credit. I guess that's fair. What they uh, lack in number, they you know, do not <laughs> lack in ire. Chelsea, what about you? Uh, Sturmovic. Okay, that's two for Sturmovic. Molly? Uh, I'm also going to vote for Sturmovic. Okay. Ty, that, that means Sturmovic takes it, but I didn't get a chance to mention it. It's been so long since you've been on. How you been doing? It's been good, man. It's been great. Miss Let's Place. Yeah. I caught all up. I saw the drama about Sonic and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm so glad to have you back. It's, it's really nice to have you here again. I'm a completely new, different person, fresh to Let's Place. I'm going to have to vote for Halloween because it's published by, in 1983 by Wizard Video. I mean, that's a strong case. It's not enough to make Halloween win, but your descent is noted. Uh, that means that Halloween moves down the list to number 195. Uh, Ty, how does uh, Halloween compare to Uncharted Drake's Fortune? A game that... Wow, Whoa. I don't even necessarily disagree with it. I didn't realize it dropped this low, though. I didn't realize it got so far down. That's about where it belongs, I'd say. <laughs> uh, anyway, Ty... Uh, um, I think I might give it to Halloween, just because, I don't know, it seems more evocative, and then, you know, I don't know, I didn't okay. play a lot of, Le of Uncharted, but it was kind of more of the same, but... Sure, sure. Alright, that's one for Halloween over Uncharted. Molly? I just have a quick question. How is Uncharted more of the same when it is the first Uncharted? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this the first one? I thought this was the fourth one. No, no this is the, the first, first one. one. Oh! Oh, shit. Okay. In that I mean, case, do you want to change your vote? I, I actually do. <laughs> okay. All right. That's one for Uncharted then. Molly? Um, I'm also going to vote for Uncharted. Okay. That's two for Uncharted. Chelsea? Oh, me first. Uh, or me third, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. You two whole you votes to think to about think. this. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. Right. Of course. That <laughs> argument makes sense. Alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is any song in Uncharted better than that? No. That's one vote for Halloween. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Uh, Halloween. All right. That's two for Halloween. Means that uh, this is a tiebreaker for me. Crystal, I think we did enough damage to Uncharted. Uh, no, I don't think we did, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, I am okay. Let's have a discussion here, because okay, I'm, sure. I'm with you 
that Uncharted is kind of an overrated game. I didn't like it very much when I played it. I thought it was pretty bad. What is it that inspires so much anger in you about it? Is it a twin-stick shooter on the N64? No. Alright, well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to dive into Crystal's psyche here. My experience with that game is so poor that I find it difficult to understand what other people's experiences even were with it. I see, I see. Which leads me to believe that, you know, Uncharted 2 is a pretty good game. Sure, sure, sure. I think people's memories of Uncharted 1 are colored by its sequels. I, I think you're probably right about that, because Uncharted 1 did not, like, get... I don't remember it getting, like, great reviews or anything. It was mostly, like, eh, it was the first, like, okay game to come out on the PlayStation 3, and people were like, hey, finally something to do with this thing. But I, I can't... I still think it's probably better than this bad Halloween game. I'm sorry. Which means that Halloween continues to drop to... Crystal, how does it compare to Dekayanku, Tough the Truck... The Sega Saturn truck racing game that sounds amazing until you watch gameplay footage of it and realize it runs at like five frames per second. Because it's got the name Deka Yanku Tough the Truck. I was gonna say, it's still got the name Tough the Truck. It's got the best title. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd probably have to go with Halloween. It runs at higher than five frames per <laughs> second. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. Um, all right, well, that's one for Halloween. Uh, Chelsea. I'm. <laughs> Still looking. I like that Google thought I meant touch, touch the truck. Um, this uh-huh. is oh, a nice. Very, <laughs> this is a very pixely game. Dekayaku Touch the Truck is a very different game. <laughs> touch the truck could lead you to a really weird Google search. Touch the truck could really put you down a, a real rabbit hole. Aww. Uh, yeah, this game looks sad. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, th- uh, actually, I was going to say it still looks better than Halloween, but actually not. Really? I'm going to go with Halloween. Okay, that is two for Halloween. Molly? Uh, I'm also going to vote for Halloween. It seems like a better game. Okay. And Ty? Oh, yeah, Halloween. All right, that is unanimous vote for Halloween. Uh, in which case, Halloween is moving back up to number 211. Ty, how does it compare to Warlords 1990, which I think was an arcade game? It's like the arcade Warlords that some people... I think there are some people that are like, oh, yeah, man, Warlords. No, it's not that. It is not that. (laughs) Yeah, I remember there. I feel we've had this discussion a couple of times. (laughs) Yes, it's for PC. This is like a bad-looking strategy game. I was going to say, I think I'm looking at it right now. This is the Warlords that eventually became Puzzle Quest. Whoa. That's a jump. Yeah. Well, because, like, originally Puzzle Quest, like, the original Puzzle Quest was called Puzzle Quest... Challenge of the Warlords. Mm, okay. Like it was supposed to be like sort of a you know uh, Metroid Prime pinball kind of thing. Yeah, Ty, how do you vote this weird battled strategy game or this weird battled Halloween game? All right, I've, my my thinking here is like they these games both may be not good, but yeah. like with Warlords, I think you'd get more invested into it and then realize, right, oh wait, right. I, I wasted this time playing a bad game. Where yeah, Halloween, yeah, yeah. you'll get in, get your, you'll hear the theme, you'll get it. So Halloween takes it. Okay. Uh, that is one for Halloween. Molly. Uh, I'm also going to vote for Halloween. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Um, I haven't been able to see Warlords yet, but I, I kind of like strategy okay. games. So okay. I'll vote for that. All right. That's one for Warlords. Uh, Crystal. I, I don't think Warlords looks that bad. Okay. I'm going to vote for it even. 
Okay, that is two and two. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just Yay. found a photo that says a ghost offers to join bestoldgames.net as a warlord's <laughs> screenshot. Okay. Wait, okay. I actually think I need to change my vote. All right. In that case, uh, that is three for warlords. Sorry, uh, a ghost we'll... offered to join a website via this video <laughs> game. That's very powerful. Uh, all right. That means we are moving down to 219. Uh, Crystal, how does... Oh, wow. How does... Uh, Halloween for the 2600 compared to Dogs for the Game Boy Color. A, uh... A classic. A dog-having simulator for the Game Boy Color. And yeah, Dogs for the Game Boy Color looks way better, so Dogs. Chelsea? Dogs. Okay. Uh, Molly? Uh, Dogs. Mm, Ty? Uh, more of a cat person. I'm gonna go with with Dogs, though. (laughs) Now, I do want to make sure everyone remembers what this game is, so I am gonna post the title screen from it. Okay, that's fine. I just want to make sure everyone remembers that this is maybe not... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I played the PC version, and I loved it, and I'm about to put it on the recommended list. Okay, okay. I just wanted to be sure. Okay, I so... thought it was the one that was the Nintendogs. But Luke, do not. you not think I'm doing the research? I mean, people usually don't, so no. I mean, I admit that title screen is bad, but the, the rest of the gameplay seems okay. I don't know. Okay, okay. No, hey, that's fine. If, if everyone agrees with that, I'm fine with it. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, in that case, dogs you pick wins, up that dog so... by, by its scruff, and he's looking at you all like, oh, what's going on? Uh, that means that Halloween continues to move down to number 223. Uh, Ty, how does it compare to... Oh, another holiday-themed game, Santa's Xmas Caper. Ooh. This was... If I recall correctly, a very, very bad 2D platformer starring Santa Claus. I mean, gameplay aside, gameplay aside. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween's better than Christmas. I gotta get it Halloween. Hmm, okay, okay. Get out of here, Santa. All right, Molly? Uh, I'm trying to get a good look at this game. Why are there just floating drumsticks? Um, because it's Santa's Xmas caper. <laughs> He's already cannibalized Thanksgiving. He needs to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this about the Christmas creep? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not a big. Okay, I'm gonna vote for Halloween. I'm not a big fan of the Christmas creep. Okay, all right, that's two for for Halloween, Chelsea. Um, uh, my internet is helping me today. Sure, yeah. Follow your heart. Fo- I'll follow my heart. Um, uh, Santa. Okay, all right, that's <laughs> one for Santa, two for Halloween, Crystal. Uh, Molly. I want to say you came off as weirdly ignorant there when you were talking about the Christmas Uh-oh. creep. Uh, his name is Krampus. <laughs> uh, God. You got some literature? You got some? <laughs> and I'm going to vote for Halloween. I'm not the only one who's just sick of hearing about Krampus, right? No. Yeah. I don't know anything about Krampus. I don't hear about Krampus. Yeah, I don't either. He just t- I don't know what you're talking about. Krampus is totally cool, like Nikolai Tesla and... Um, and Cthulhu. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like people got bored of uh, running Cthulhu into the ground, so they moved on to the Krampus. Well, like, the Krampus is a mythological figure from, like, I think the Dutch version of Christmas, where if you're, you know, a good little boy, Santa brings you presents, and, you know, takes presents out of his sack to give to you, but if you're a bad little child, the Krampus puts you into his sack and takes you oh. away forever. Oh, was Adam Scott a Krampus? Was that he was he? Yeah. There was a movie Krampus? called Krampus that Adam Scott featured in. Yes. Okay, I was just checking. Um, My yeah, favorite Christmas I... character is John McClane. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I've heard of Krampus, but I don't hear people talk about Krampus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. that's what I'm getting at. All right. Well, in any case, Crystal, how'd you end up voting? I didn't even catch it. Uh, Halloween. You voted Halloween. That's three for Halloween. Uh, in which case, Halloween takes that one, so it moves up to number two, uh, 221. Uh, oh, boy. Uh <laughs> Crystal, how does it compare to In Extremis, a game I don't remember at all. I just remember the weird photo gallery we always find when we Google for it. In Extremis. I want to look at it again, so yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's a really incredible uh, like set of photos someone took. Oh, of, wait, um, oh, there's a new movie, In Extremis, apparently. Oh, yeah. Is it a DOS shooter? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's linked on the, the Let's Place list, so we can find it easily. I, I don't know the photo gallery that you're talking about. Uh, I'll try and find some examples of it. Oh, man, the pictures I'm bringing up are not from a video game. Yeah, no, no, most of them aren't. Uh, I'll, I'll try and find some really good examples of the in extremist uh, photos. Here we go. I got one here for you. Hang on. Why are uh, all these pictures in this photo gallery of people here's fall here's down? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, it might, if I remember right, in extremist means like at your lowest oh, okay. point or something, and someone just took a bunch of really incredible photographs of people having like spectacular lethal failures. Well, this it's one good. Should... It's really good. Chelsea linked an actual picture of an extremist. Of the video game like, in extremist, yeah. Uh, I guess we can talk about that. <laughs> I guess we can. Uh, if I remember, this is the one that we like looked into it, and it just seemed like a shameless knockoff of Doom. I think they stole assets, right? Uh, I don't remember if we, it, we there was, was stuff that, that was like was really. The other one? I think this is the one you're thinking of. I don't remember if they out and out stole assets or if it was like that's awful similar. Yeah, that's awful similar guys. This, this in extremist is not safe for work. I'm gonna link that for uh, you. So this okay. came out in '93. Doom also came out in '90. When what month did this come out? Uh, this came out in I will tell you. Oh, I don't know. I just know it came out in 1993. Because Doom was like December '93. Mm. Oh, did this predate Doom? Maybe. Wait a second. I'm not have saying. Have we been giving an extremist a bad rap? I'm Whoa, saying it, is... it couldn't have come after Doom more than 21 days. I think no. I think what happened was it stole stuff from like um, Alien. That's what it was. You're right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Alien's yeah. definitely just a xenomorph. Yeah, it stole from Alien. That's why we were upset. That's what it was. Yes. Anyway, uh, Crystal, how do you vote? I guess, in extremists. I like those 90 shooters. All right, okay. Uh, Chelsea. Halloween. Okay, that's one for each. Molly. Um, uh, oh, this is tough, actually. I'm torn. Mm. I'm going to vote for Halloween. I think if I take all these thoughts of, like, the extremist photos out of my mind, I think I'm going right. to vote for Halloween. Even though okay. they're extremely funny. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, like, like Molly, I, too, have to separate in extremists from these pictures. From the content. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Halloween? Yeah, Halloween. Okay. Then Halloween takes it, and I'm actually getting... I have now worked more since trying to record this episode than I have in the preceding week leading up to it. <laughs> I will be right back.
Okay, I'm back. Ty, you voted for Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That means that Halloween moves above an extremist, which means that, wow, it is time to talk about a game we have not talked about in a long time. I'm ready. Uh, we reached uh, it. Ty. What I was aiming for. <laughs> Ty, how does this game compare to Gods and Heroes Rome Rising? Oh, man. And a failed MMO based on, you know, ancient Rome. And the gods and heroes thereof. Meet again. No, I don't know if we have ever ranked this game. Um, you, I mean, you've been on a lot of episodes. You uh, probably talked yeah. about it at some point. Uh, yeah. Um, did it ever go live, this MMO? It did, yes. It did, but it, it went on live at some point. There was like a point where I think it hit like a maintenance, and then they just never brought it back up. That sounds familiar, yes. I there think might that's be what private surfers. I remember Gods and Heroes Rome Rising specifically because it sounded cool, but it's not cool. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds very cool, but I'm uh, also kind of opposed to games as a service system thing. So, sure, yeah. right. It's this is the week to be against that. <laughs> yeah, this this maybe this is what got it started. The success of this game. <laughs> maybe it's all Gods and Heroes Rome Rising's fault. Who knows? Who knows? I'm gonna pick Halloween and be on the right side of history. Okay, that's one for Halloween, Molly. Uh, I'm voting for Gods and Heroes. Okay, that's one for Gods and Heroes, Chelsea. Gods and Heroes. All right, Crystal. Gods and Heroes. Alright, with that, Gods and Heroes takes it, and Halloween for the 2600 is ranked at number 221, directly above In Extremis, and directly below Gods and Heroes Rome Rising. What, what's that, Crystal? If you, if you could go to godsandheroes.com uh -huh. and see their versions of the Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo logos. Please, I'm going right now. Holy shit. Hold on, I need to see this. Godsandheroes.com, you say? Uh-huh. Yep. Um, why is this still here, first of all? Why? Just another WordPress site. Why is this, I wonder? I wonder if this is a fan site. Oh, it's definitely a fan site. No, I, I found this from the uh, from the official Twitter account. Wait, there, wait, hang on. <laughs> Which is not active anymore since 2012, but it's still... That is right. another wrinkle on this one. Yeah, so to be clear, we have, uh, so the, the top of this website says Gods and Heroes in the most bland font. Then uh, we have a banner with some dragons, and it says Gods and Heroes Rome Rising was the title of an MMORPG made by Heatwave Interactive. And then below that, we have three company logos that, they all look like they started as the actual logos and then just slowly morphed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my favorite wrinkle to this is the fourth game on the banner is Mark Dark Souls 2, but it has art from Dark Souls 3, which means this website was updated as recently <laughs> as 2016. That's very true. Yeah, no, you're right. It starts with Gods and Heroes Rome Rising, but then it goes on to Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, Dishonored, which features art of Batman. God, yes. <laughs> I mean, and like you said, Dark Souls 2, which features the box art of Dark Souls 3. Uh, that is Dark great. Souls 2 always seems like a prime candidate for an Xbox One and PS4 makeover, having controversially failed to deliver the visual experience fans were promised during early tech demos and trailers. You're throwing a lot of shade, Gods and Heroes website. You guys went down during a maintenance and didn't fucking come back up. I don't know what you can talk about. I'm not sure if this is any... Oh, no, Crystal said it does. What the hell? <laughs> what is this site? By the way, this what is Gods and Heroes. Have you guys heard of Sony? Let me tell you about them. They're a multinational video game director. They, they haven't had <laughs> a secret contact. 
They have a latest news thing that looks like it's talking about Hearthstone? Oh, wow. They have I'm so confused. The top five Battleborn heroes? <laughs> hey, oh, what my God. Is this? <laughs> so, this was updated at some point in May 2016 to be whatever this is. This feels like it was at some point taken over by robots that are just trying to have the highest SEO for a video game website. <laughs> but, but, like, the, the, the blog posts here were clearly written by humans. It's just not clear for to what end. I don't know. Because right. <laughs> I'll also say on the, on the right-hand side, there's a sidebar with the same games as the top. Uh, it says top five. And it just goes five, Sleeping Dogs, four, Dark Souls 2, three, Dishonored, two, Grand Theft Auto 5, one, Gods and Heroes. But then underneath Gods and Heroes, wait, for all of these, all five of these games, it says are out on the Nintendo DS and the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> There's a review of Saints Row 4, published in 2016, <laughs> where the, so the abbreviation confused. for Saints Row is S-A for some reason. <laughs> the game was originally announced on March 9th, 2005 by Perpetual Entertainment and slated for release fourth quarter of 05 and then pushed again for 2008? Due to the challenge to develop both Gods and Heroes as well as Star Trek Online, the company decided to hold the development uh, indefinitely. Wait, what the fuck? What are they talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I, I finally found some information about Gods and Heroes Rome Rising on this fucking website. All the way at the bottom, on the bottom left, just above the copyright, it says Gods and Heroes Rome Rising is a mature, full-scale, action-adventure, massively multiplayer online role-playing game that immerses the audience in Roman mythology. Players strap on gladiator armor, lay waste to monsters, and command minions while seeking favor from the gods. Chelsea. That is the... Chelsea. Yep. If we can find a private server for this game, do you want to play Gods and Heroes Storm Rising with me? Sure. Hell yeah. Okay, I'll work on that later. The, uh, there is an About Us page that is a detailed synopsis of Gods and Heroes Storm Rising with icons from, it seems, unrelated mobile games. Uh, do you have to ask who is attempting to saw their leg off in order to get away from this podcast right now? It's me. <laughs> it's the editor, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most bizarre website I've seen because it's not there's there's enough human touch to it that it's not just yeah, like a, a bot site but well I don't think the articles are written by robots but I think they probably were written by somebody somewhere and then picked up by some kind of content aggregator and just mashed together willy-nilly it just seems like somebody put a bunch of words like they took paragraphs from different different yeah. uh articles and then just put them all together because none of this makes any sense <laughs> but then why would they ch they choose these particular games including gods and heroes well so i think what it is is that the people behind god this is my like dark theory Everybody about this down the fanfic. yeah i i think that they wanted to increase the seo of their game and fed it into some kind of robot that combined it with a bunch of like popular google search games like Grand Theft Auto V and Dark Souls to try and boost its SEO. Now I just yeah. feel sad for this AI. Like, well, your purpose was to get the SEO <laughs> up. Uh, Did you guys see God that there's a gallery at the bottom of this page and there's yes. only one picture in it? <laughs> uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry that we're wait no Molly. My gallery has eight images in it. Oh, 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 Mine only has on, one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I I searched the address that they give on this page, and on Yelp <laughs> there is apparently a a beauty salon named Gods and Heroes. No, I mean no. that's a pretty badass name for a beauty salon. If we're being fair, I want to go there. Actually, <laughs> that sounds like some wait, ARG Why is there a shit. picture of Scorpion in this gallery? I, I don't know. Okay, anyway, okay, we should move on. Five. We should nine. move on. <laughs> okay, our next game Attempted is... Attempted to cut all of that. <laughs> no! No! Just, <laughs> you oh, you well, can't! Hold on. Most recent post, October 3rd, 2017, <laughs> review of Battlestar Galactica Deadlock. What? <laughs> <laughs> Time to frack some toasters, they say. All right, okay, Five Nights at Freddy's is the next game that we're ranking this Hallow's Eve. Uh, everyone knows what this game is, but I'm going to read the Moby Games description anyway, because that's how we do things around here, apparently. Yes! Welcome, <laughs> Welcome Mike Schmidt, to your new job at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Mm, I don't like A this. A happy place for children and grown-ups all through the day. During the day, animatronic creations are friendly, but at night... If they find a human, they'll try to stuff them into a Freddy Fazbear costume. This wouldn't be so bad, if not for the cables, wires, and braces inside. Unfortunately, you work security at night from midnight until 6 a.m. Good luck on your first five days at work. You're going to need it. Five Nights at Freddy's is a point-and-click adventure horror game. You must check the cameras to see where any animatronic creatures may be. Particularly, check Pirate Cove on occasion, as Foxy the Pirate will run to you if left unchecked too long. If an animatronic gets into your security room, it's game over. In addition to the cameras, you have a light to check each hallway right outside your door and a door button to close the door. Don't be wasteful, as your power is limited. If you run out of power, you'll lose your lights. Cameras and the doors will reopen. This will often soon lead to your death. Each night, the animatronic AI gets smarter. If you survive all five nights, you get a sixth night to try to survive, which is even harder. Survive that, and you can create custom AI-level nights to try surviving. So, yeah, if by some miracle you don't know about this game, some dude tried to make a friendly, happy children's game about friendly, happy animals, and maybe didn't have very good graphic abilities. And he got made fun of a lot and said they looked like horror monsters. And he said, well, fuck you then, I'm going to make a horror game with them and made this game, which has, let's say, a limited amount of interactivity, where you can just pick which camera feed to look at. It's very Night Trap-esque, uh, where you just need to look at the cameras to keep an eye on where these guys are. It's all still images or, like, two or three frames of animation. Uh, but then you have to seal the doors off when they get close. But your power drains while the doors are closed, which seems like bad design. Uh, and yeah, you just have to make it the whole night without any of them reaching you. It's like Night Trap meets Tower Defense. And it exploded! It became, like, the biggest fucking phenomenon ever. Uh, mostly because it has lots and lots of jump scares that, uh, made it so it was real popular with Let's Players and the watchers thereof. Because people like watching people be scared. Is that about sum it up? Did I leave anything out? Yeah, that seems right. I guess all the bullet points. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's, uh, it's not even a, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with it, like, it's, it's, it's kind of neat, and it's cool that this guy, like, got 
super successful off the back of a relatively simple thing. It's just kind of baffling uh, looking in on it to see like how something that is not maybe the most complicated thing in the world became like ultra successful. It's just kind of amazing to see how things like that catch on. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 Uh, but Ty, how does Five Nights at Freddy's compare to The Incredibles for the Game Boy Advance, a 2D side-scrolling brawler based on the hit Pixar film? I think I might give it to Five Nights at Freddy's just because uh, the way you were describing it. Um, you know, I kind of like shorter games now. Just like you wanted that oh, quick yeah. experience, get in, get out. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it to Five Nights. I think. Okay. Sure. Molly. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Five Nights. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, Incredibles. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. All right. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's takes it. Uh, Chelsea, did you want to say anything uh, since you were the one dissenting vote? No. All right. (laughs) In that case, Five Nights at Freddy's moves up to number 65. Uh, Crystal, how does this compare to Avatar The Last Airbender for PC, which was, if I remember right, kind of like an RPG-type game based on Avatar, and I'm startled that it's as high as it is what happened there um because i don't remember it looking all that good wait what position is that 65 huh they made a I mean, yeah, five minutes of freddy's is the better video game yeah i think that's fair to say uh chelsea uh can i get a minute sure molly it's not this one is it i'm gonna link you an image it's not this game i was about to say this no. is a bunch this of game, avatar no games. no no it is not the path of zuko okay because we'd have to have a talk if it was the path of Zuko. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to vote Five Nights at Freddy's. It's probably a better game. Okay. Uh, Ty. Oh, okay. Can you give me more details on Avatar? Is it... Is it what's, I what, mean, if I have to. What comes after, <laughs> what comes after it? I want to make sure I'm thinking of the right game. Uh, what do you... Oh, oh the subtitle. Game that, uh, it's just Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. Hold on, I'll look it up on Moby Games to see if I can find more info for it. There's a lot of uh, I'm looking at Moby Games right now. Yeah. Uh, this was on the GameCube also. Oh. Uh, based on the animated television program. I don't know, you choose one of four characters. On Katara, Sokka, and Haru, who's an earthbender, because I guess they couldn't get the rights to Toph? Wait, they didn't get Toph? <laughs> Toph is not in this. Maybe it's no. from season one. Yeah, season okay, but... One. S- uh, so oh, I'm say, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, each character's fighting style and abilities are unique. Uh, set between the first and second seasons of the show, the game follows Aang and his friends as they investigate the disappearance of a young waterbender and find themselves in pursuit of an inventor named Leon the Maker, who has been forced to create dangerous machines for the Fire Nation. So it's like that episode from season three, but it's from season two, one. I don't know. Season 1.5, baby. Yeah. All right, I'm voting for Five Nights and Freddy. Da- down with Haro and his dumb mustache. All right. Oh God! It's ha- oh God! I remember. Yeah, that remember guy. him? He came back with a teen mustache. Wait, Fuck. he's sixteen. He sucks. <laughs> what is up with this man's look? Hey guys, remember Fuck. Haru from season one? No, we don't. Well, I'm back. Right. He was like him and his dad were prisoners in an Earthbender like concentration camp. Whoa! And Katara like freed them. And then they like are like, thank you, we'll never forget this, and leave. And then in season three, they have a dramatic return where he has that facial hair. Oh, that's bad. He, uh, he needs to work on that. 
He's 16. He's experimenting. He's 16. He's not a motorcycle Experiment dad Experiment over. Frankly, it's impressive he could grow something so full at 16. Honestly. <laughs> I can't grow something like that now. I'm 10 years older than that. Anyway, fuck that guy. Yeah, okay, so it's... We uh, need this guy so much, Molly. I just, I just got a bad... He's just got a bad look. I don't hey, like him. Five Nights took it, What? right? Uh-huh. I think so. Okay. All right. Moving up to 32. Ty, how does Five Nights at Freddy's compare to Westfront Omega, the amulet oh. of Vega? Oh, man, I can't... The, like, my boy. The infamous indie text adventure game by Let's Place Hero and Demigod Paul Panks. It's insane. Where you explore... What's that? Nothing. <laughs> uh, where you explore uh, Scandinavia and also the Smurf Village in search of an amulet? I don't actually know what happens in this game. Yeah. We couldn't get it running. I had to figure out how to make DOSBox work, and I'm, I couldn't, and it just never came together. Well, I mean, Five Nights at Freddy's, you did good to make it this far, but come on. You, you, don't, <laughs> you don't need to break the top 30. Let's be real here. Five, no. <laughs> Let's, Amulet and Vega, you're going to stand guard here. <laughs> Keep Five Nights where it belongs down here. <laughs> All right, that's one for Amulet of Vega, Molly. Amulet of Vega, don't even talk to me. <laughs> Chelsea. Amulet. All right, Crystal. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw in the dissenting vote for Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, and why is that? Because these were both games made by a single individual, but one was successful and one wasn't. Well, that's a very you know, <laughs> negative way of looking at it, I think. I mean, you're technically right, though. <laughs> yeah. You are. I mean, you're not wrong. Fact. You're just negative. Uh, but with that, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's moves down. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Dark Souls? The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that game where you're, like, a knight in spooky times. It's a very spooky game. It's appropriate for Halloween. Dark yeah, Dark Souls is very spooky. Uh, where you explore a dead, rotting world and hopes to maybe make it a little less shitty, but, you know, probably not. It's real bad. Uh, you said Dark Souls is real bad? No, I'm saying the world of Dark Souls is real bad. It's in a bad place. Yeah, but what are you trying to say? I'm saying that, that just a bad they, situation. I'm saying that the that Lordran is not the best place to live. Okay, then I'll vote for Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chelsea. I mean, frankly, uh, Freddy's Pizza or whatever the fuck it's called also seems like not the best place to live. Yeah, like I don't think you should live there at all. Honestly. Yeah. It seems more dangerous than anything. Kids have died in that place. <laughs> I've watched the Game Theory videos. That's one vote for Five Nights. Chelsea. Dark Souls. Okay, Molly. Uh, I'm also going to vote for Dark Souls. Ty. Dark Souls. <laughs> I think there's like an interesting argument to be made for Five Nights at Freddy's that no one here was ready to make. So sorry, Five Nights. I, I think that's absolutely true. I'm just yeah. not going to be the person to make that argument. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I like Dark Souls a lot, and Five Nights at Freddy's isn't really my cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, that means we're moving down to 56. Ty, how does uh, Five Nights at Freddy's compare to Discworld Mud? It's a mud based on Discworld. I've heard confirmation from previous guests that actually it's a good mud based on Discworld. Fun fact about me, I spent yes, three yes. years in, co in high school playing a mud, yes. and it was pretty dumb. Don't do that, kids. Uh, five nights <laughs> Which mud? Mordor? Don't play with mud. It was Mordor. 
It, Do you remember the full title? Oh man, uh, Mordor Digital Dungeon. Mordor. Uh, There's MordorMud.net. It could be that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Mordor Digital Dungeon. There's no, I don't see anything like that. Or maybe it was just MordorMud.net. Yeah, it could just be that. I'm gonna add MordorMud.net to the list. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, in honor of those fond memories, I'm gonna vote Discworld. Okay. Uh, that's one for Discworld, Molly. I somehow, <clears throat> through my experience on the show, have somehow yeah. avoided learning what a mud was until right now because I just yeah. looked it up. Um, it's like an like online a, text like adventure. It's an that online like multiplayer text adventure. <laughs> Press E to go east. That kind of shit. It, um, it's it's like an MMO from the days before MMOs. Right. No, that's weirdly impressive. Yeah. Um, I think I do still have to vote for Five Nights though. Okay, okay. That's one for each. Chelsea. Yeah, I gotta go with Five Nights. Alright, that's two for Five Nights. Crystal. I gotta go with Discworld. Mm. Alright, that ties it up. Shit. Mm. This is close. Oh, wow. Um, I think Discworld is more impressive to me than Five Nights at Freddy's is. Okay, hang on. You're gonna say there's an interesting argument for it to be made against Dark Souls, and you're like, mm, but you know, Discworld. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that's your position. Is Discworld the Dark Souls oh, okay. of Muds? No. <laughs> I think I think you could make the case that Five Nights is better than Discworld, but I'm saying I think I think I make the opposite case. I we've talked about this plenty on the show. I've never played a Mud, and I'm vaguely intrigued by them, and they sort of mystify me. So I'm. You know, tend to go towards mud in this okay. argument. Okay, I guess that's fair. I mean, like, it's just the amulet of Vega, but what if multiple people were inputting text commands? That sounds great. We could all go visit the Smurfs together. <laughs> if only. Uh, which means that Five Nights at Freddy's moves down again to number 60, which is NHL 2K6. Crystal, this was on the Rogue Let's Place episode that you have not uploaded yet, so why don't you take it away on the explanation this time? Uh, well, uh, this is the 2005 entry in the NHL 2K series. This was the mm -hmm. first one uh, on, on next-gen consoles. It was a launch game for the Xbox 360. Okay. Uh, one of its primary new features is crease control which is basically bullet time for the goalie. It allows you to take Whoa. direct control of the Holy goalie, shit. slow everything down for a matter of seconds, giving you time to find where the puck is and prepare a save. Wait, did that work in, like, the multiplayer? Uh-huh. Wow, okay. okay yeah, because, I mean, once you let the puck go, the sure. offender is not really in control anymore, so it's okay to slow down time. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I just didn't, yeah, I wasn't sure. Okay, okay. It just makes the offense guy sit there and like, oh, I guess we'll see if he gets it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ty, how do you vote? Uh, what was the name of the game again? This is Five Nights at Freddy's versus NHL 2K6. Uh, mm, Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Molly. Um, hmm. Because that, that does sound pretty tight. Mm. Bullet time, but for catching a puck. Yeah, yeah. The, the NHL 2K games are considered to be some of the better sports games. Yeah. Um... Oh, these screenshots are great. Next-gen graphics, baby. Look at this powerful 360 screenshot right here. Let's see. Let's see. There was a point in time where that was in a magazine that probably said, look at this incredible fucking game and how realistic it looks. Oh, wow. I like this screenshot that says the fans are excited. Yeah. Uh, notably, 
You can tell this is an early 360 game from the days before they had an HDMI port on the Xbox 360. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to vote for NHL. Okay, okay. Look at this screenshot. And Sorry, Ty, what'd you vote for? I voted for... Uh, still Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, so that's one for each. Chelsea? Uh, in the, uh, NHL. Alright, that's two for NHL. Crystal? NHL. Okay, NHL takes it. Uh, in which case, Five Nights at Freddy's continues to drop to number 63. Crystal, how does Five Nights at Freddy's compare to New York City, the Big Apple? Uh, which is, of course... Uh, what system was this for? This was for the Atari 8-bit and the Commodore 64. This is a game where you take a day trip to New York City and have, like, a limited amount of time and money to, like, go do things. And it's just kind of a weird, like, proto-open-world game from the 1980s where you just, like, go around and do, like, activities that are represented by minigames. But if you don't, like, keep up on your parking, your car gets towed and you lose the game. What the fuck? It's a weird game. And, like, in, in some really weird ways, you can almost draw a line from it to, like, the original PlayStation Grand Theft Auto. Okay, hang on. If you run out of money, the game is over. However, you are free to visit the to visit the bank and get some more. If you do this, then you need to avoid a series of bank robbers who constantly fire at you and prevent you from reaching the teller on the opposite side. If you manage to reach the teller, then you are awarded $500 and the teller will close. Yeah, that's just big city life for you. One of the robbers. <laughs> what the fuck? It's pretty great. Who funded this game? Do we know? Uh, it was made by Synapse Software Corporation. Okay. Which sounds like the bad guys from a like Mr. Robot. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was actually the bad guys from uh, Clockstoppers. Uh, I just looked up. Uh, let's see. Overview: Former Synapse programmer Catherine Mataga is part of Jungle Vision Software. That's all they say about this place. Okay. Yeah, it looks like they uh, went defunct in 1984. They made a lot of games, though. No, because they published games in 1985. Maybe they were just still slated for release. Yeah. Maybe maybe somebody took over. Well, I don't they know. were purchased by yeah. uh, Broderbrunn, so maybe Broderbrunn still used the brand name for a little while. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Which uh, was then purchased by The Learning Company. Oh. Uh, Crystal... New York City, the Big Apple, or Five Nights yeah, at Freddy's? Yeah, I'm kind of uh, enamored by how New York City, the Big Apple, is a tourism simulator. Where you're, Kinda, not, yeah. you're not trying to drive cars illegally or shoot anyone. You're just trying to you know, see the sights. I like that a lot. Avoid so getting shot at. New York this City. is like a game where if you played as an NPC in Grand Theft Auto. Uh-huh. It really is. <laughs> That's really charming now that you say it like that. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, New York. Okay. Molly. Uh, I'm also going to vote for New York City. Ty. Uh, we're, what were we going to say? Five Nights at Freddy again? Correct. I, I think I'll give it a Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. All right. Uh, your descent is noted, but New York wins. In which case, Five Nights at Freddy's moves down to the final game it'll be compared to. Uh, Ty, how does it compare to Tafifi Fantasy Forest? Uh, the <laughs> side-scrolling platformer... <laughs> Based on the Tafifi candy, oh. uh, the product of Mercy something and co. in Berlin. It's about a dwarf's journey to save his friends from the hands of an evil magician. Maybe he has to find his way through. Is it Tafifi? I think maybe. That's okay. how they say it in the All right. commercial. Fair enough, fair enough. 
he has to find his way through a forest and a cave to arrive finally at the wizard's castle. It's a classic jump-and-run side-scrolling arcade game. You collect goodies for score points and tofifis, a kind of chocolate. With tofife, you can buy nuts for hit points and fire cones slash stones. Wow. Okay. All yeah. right. That's, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I will tell you, this sounds delightful. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you had me with the candy company, and then you were like, dwarves and wizards, yay! Right. Yeah, it's a game where you use, like, somewhat high-end chocolates to defeat an evil wizard. They're very good chocolates. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought Chelsea some after we ranked this game, and she gave them a seal of approval. Nice. <laughs> Alright, I'm... Uh, I feel I don't want to diss Five Nights at Freddy's, but... Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna give it to Toffee V. Okay. That's one for Toffee Faye. Molly. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Toffee Faye because there's multiple screenshots showing off the dragons in this game. Okay, okay. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Toffee Faye. Alright. And Crystal. I'm gonna vote for Tofifi because of that hilarious joke you made about it sounding like the Kofifi tweet from Donald Trump. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> topical. That topical humor. I hate Tofifi. you. Tofifi, it's too good for kids. <laughs> Wait, if it's too good for kids, why do they make a video? Wait, is that the tagline? <laughs> that tagline. That's yes, exactly from the commercial. The Luke Ash that's reported bad... that. Yeah, that's a bad tagline. <laughs> I like this tag. This is like different from the Tricks Rabbits. This is just for kids. No, kids, you can't have this. This is not <laughs> right, for you. Exactly. They already have a product like that. It's called alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Tofifi, you don't deserve this. <laughs> There's a Tofifi commercial where two adults are definitely having sex in the background as they. Yeah, it's like a, a guy buys a lady some Tofifi, and then they're just porking in the background. <laughs> well, <laughs> in the foreground, it, are it's they like claiming the... it's like an aphrodisiac or something. I mean, that seems like the direction that commercial was going for. Right. Anyway, with that, Five Nights at Freddy's is ranked at number 65, directly above Avatar The Last Airbender, directly below Toffee Fay Fantasy Forest. Have we only done two games? Yeah. Yeah, oh, talk- the website. yeah Krista, we talked a lot about GodsandHeroes.com. I forgot where I was. Also, you had to go do work. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've also had to step away a few times. That's Our next game on the list is Penumbra Overture. I don't know what this is. I'm Googling it. <laughs> Uh, it looks like an, it's an episodic game released in 2007. I don't know how many episodes of it ever came out. Is this related to the Penumbra podcast that's happening now? I don't know. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> no, the, You're the there host. were three chapters. Okay, they did put out all three. Okay. But they, they're considered basically different games. Okay, okay. So even though it's it maybe was called episode one at some point, it seems like Penumbra Overture is kind of... Is Penumbra Overture the whole thing, or is that episode one? That's episode one. That, that's just episode one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't look like it has anything to do with the podcast. But all right. Penumbra Overture is a first-person survival horror game originally created as a tech demo to showcase the in-house developed HPL engine. The small team soon turned it into a full game, split up into two episodes. Originally advertised as three, of which this is the first one. Players take on the role of Philip. After his mother's death, he receives a letter of his father, a man he has never seen in his life and presumed dead. Philip is asked to destroy a set of notes, but instead he decides to travel to the wastelands of Greenland, following the clues left in the writings. He ends up in an underground complex where he discovers disturbing facts about the past and events hidden from the rest of the world. 
Unlike other survival horror games, Penumbra heavily focused on adventure elements, with physics-based and inventory-based puzzles, exploration, and a few action elements and scripted sequences with a first-person perspective and mechanics similar to a first-person shooter. Oh, Players need to use the environment. The, to, what's it? Go ahead. This appears to be uh, an ancestor of Amnesia: The Dark Descent. The, it's oh, the really? Same developer, and they were, this is Amnesia was kind of a spiritual successor to these games. Okay, huh. okay, that helps kind of put this in some context. Let's see, key items are stored in inventory, need to be combined or used with objects to progress in the game. Clues and background information about the events are gathered through notes. Yeah, it sounds very Amnesia-esque, now that you've said that, yeah. It even looks kind of Amnesia-esque, now that I'm looking at the screenshots. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's it's proto-Amnesia. This is the Demon Souls of Amnesia. Right, this is the Demon Souls to Amnesia's Dark Souls. Uh, okay, that, that gives me what I need. Let's look at number one, somewhere around 131, but we'll probably have to offset a bit. Yes, we will. Uh, let's go to number 130. Crystal, how does this compare to Trolls for the Atari ST? Is that right? Let's find out. Yep, Atari ST. I'm a good remember person. Hey. This game is kind of sort of like Minesweeper. You got to traverse a minefield uh, full of mines laid by trolls who have kidnapped you, a small boy who has become so deluded and obsessed with his own solipsistic world inside of himself that he's forgotten his friends and family. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> I, I gotta go with Penumbra. Okay. Uh, that's one for Penumbra. Chelsea. Uh, Penumbra. Alright. Molly. Penumbra. Die. Yeah, Penumbra seems like the better game. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, we are moving up to number 65, interestingly enough. Ty, how's it compared to Five Nights at Freddy's? Oh, jeez. Oh. Huh. Huh. I think this... Uh, I think Five Nights at Freddy's is scarier than this, but this is probably okay. a better game. I don't... Uh, I'll give it to Penumbra. All right, that's one for Penumbra. Molly. Uh, I'm going to give it to Penumbra. I think I think probably the descendant, uh, or the uh, predecessor to Amnesia is probably a better game. Okay, okay. Chelsea. Uh, Penumbra. Crystal. A Penumbra. All right. Uh, Penumbra continues to move up, uh, so offsetting it from number 32. Crystal, how's it compared to number 33, Super Mario Maker, your favorite video game? Uh, Penumbra is a video game. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, just like Super Mario Maker. Which one's better? Yeah. Uh, is a video game, and Super Mario Maker is not, so I'm going to vote for Penumbra <laughs> as the better entertainment <laughs> digital product interactive uh, thing. Chelsea, you've now played Super Mario Maker. How do you weigh in on whether or not it's a video game? Oh, boy, this is a bad way for her to <laughs> jump in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's a video game. It's a, it's a thing. It's a visual media thing that you play. That, you, okay. that is a play thing. Mm-hmm. It's a visual media play thing. Right. Sure, sure, sure. It's a video game. Okay. Is it a better video game than Penumbra? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're very different kind of games. Oh, yeah. There could not be more different. This one's, like, first-person survival horror action right. adventure. The other yeah. one's uh, platforming, and you make platforms. Although, I guess yeah. you could... <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't make other things. And, that is well, true. I, well, I guess technically you, you can't make anything other than a platformer, but you can use the tools sure. you have to... Listen, I haven't played a lot of 
Um, <laughs> I haven't played a lot of Mario Maker. I, right. I'm still hooked on that. Uh, I'm still hung up on that meat level I played that was basically Pong. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, Super Mario Maker is a game about creativity and, like, the the most powerful you can possibly be. The power to create and destroy as you see fit. Or does a horror game, Penumbra's all about helplessness and weakness and trying to escape some force too powerful for you to comprehend? Okay, here's my vote. Okay. Mario Maker's really hard. Because you have to keep putting... <laughs> like, one, you make you can make a lot of hard levels that you sure. made. Um, and also, it's kind of hard to make levels. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's... Oh, wow. Sorry, what? I'm watching a Penumbra video, and he clicked on a lantern, and he went into the lantern, and it took him to a flashback. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's sick. <laughs> I'll see Mario Maker doing that shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna vote for Penumbra. Okay, that's one for Penumbra. Uh, that's two for Penumbra, actually. Molly? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna vote for um, Super Mario Maker, I think. Okay. Ty. Yeah, the problem with Super Mario Maker is, like, your experience can be very good with it, but also can be really right. bad with it. So, like, where do you... Sure. How do you rate that? It's um, a great question. I guess I'll rate that better than Penumbra. <laughs> okay. That is two and two. I'm also going to give it to Super Mario Maker. Uh, in which case, Penumbra moves down the list to, let's see, 65 is where it went first? Right, yeah. So that means that we're going to... Uh, number 48. Uh, well, we've already talked about number 48 this week. That's, of course, Dark Souls. So let's look at number 47. Ty, how does it compare to Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt? The uh, critically acclaimed open-world fantasy game where you play as a real grizzled old fuck wizard who goes around and strangles <laughs> well, Cerberuses listen, or something? I listen, don't I don't want to be on brand, but, you know, two words in there. You know I'm going to be down with that. It's got to be The Witcher. Sure, right, right, all right. about fuck wizards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a little... I, I mean, he's been a fuck wizard in the past. I think my understanding is maybe he's a little too sad to fuck in this one. <laughs> oh, oh, that's even better. Sad fuck wizard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's one for The Witcher 3. Molly? I'm gonna vote for The Witcher 3. Okay? <laughs> you sound like you want to say something to me. No, no it's okay. I, I think you got it. Okay. Chelsea. Um, I'm gonna go with Penumbra. Okay. Uh, Crystal. I too will vote for Penumbra. Hmm. <laughs> um, I don't really like The Witcher Three, but if I'm trying to set aside my biases, I it's probably better than Penumbra. Well, why do you say that, Luke? Gotta be purely um, objective cause, here. Because for the type of people who that game appeals to, it seems like it really scratches that itch. Uh, you know, it it. it I was never gonna like The Witcher Three, so the fact that I don't like it isn't really a knock against it. And it does have a trading card game in it, so that part they—they they sent well, an olive branch to me. A, they tried. It's a bad trading card game, though. I know, but they tried, Molly. They did try. I'm just saying, it's a bad. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, I mean, Crystal, I'm generally with you that you don't want to just go with the flow of, uh, you know, oh, this game's popular, so I should vote for it. Um, I, I think that's an important thing to keep in mind during this because this is about objective science. But um, I ain't never heard of Penumbra before. Uh, it's not like I'm like got a horse in this race, and nothing about it has sounded like mind blowing to me. It sounds like it was an interesting experiment that led to a much better game, 
Whereas The Witcher 3 sounds like the culmination of a lot of great ideas into something that just isn't for me. So I'm going to give it to The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 is personally, this is just my personal experience. Right, right, right. The best games I've ever played. Sure. Uh, which means that uh, Penumbra is moving down. Uh, Ty, how does it compare to Gal Shell Blood Red Skies, a game that, again, appeared on Crystal's Rogue episode that I haven't been able to listen to yet, so take it away, Crystal. Uh, well, Gal Shell Blood Red Skies is a shoot-em-up, also known as a shmup. Uh, really, all you need mm-hmm. to know about it, you can find through a Google search. Uh, I'm it has worried a very about Googling for it, style. though, because... Isn't this the one where you like you shoot the women to make them horny for you? No, this no, is not. No, that's Gal Gun. Oh, yeah. that's Gal Gun. Excuse me. Yeah, you really need to see this game to understand what it is. So just do a Google image search for Gal Show. Oh I'm, my God, Crystal, what the? I fuck? don't like it. I hate it so much. This is what I came into. This. <laughs> what the? F- I'm pulling up my phone to do this. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Gale shell, blood red sky. Can you imagine a bullet that. hell, but like all of the bullets are like someone clipped our squares of like what a the, bullet on it? What is? What am I even looking at? <laughs> they look like worms. It's gross. I hate it. It has a very distinctive art style. <laughs> This yeah, is... you know what? I would agree with that. I can't wait okay. to see this episode to find out how it got so high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll say it's not what I was expecting, which was Gal Gun, yeah. so. This is pretty much the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Although there is be... a naked girl with the titty out right here, <laughs> except she also has, like, her arms back and then her arms turn into a rib cage. Yeah, but you know some so people are into that. It's gross. It's kind of miserable, yeah. to be yeah. honest. Honestly, it might be scarier than Penumbra. Oh, yeah, it is the Halloween yeah. episode. Ty, how do you compare these two? Uh, all of these bullets look like maggots, and that really wears uh-huh. me out. Uh, I'm going to give it to Penumbra. Okay, Molly. Um, are we... Whoa, this... Okay, okay, hang on. Um, what am I... I feel like I almost want to rank these, like, spook against spook. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, you can do that. Um, and I gotta give it to Galshell, because right. it's grossing me the fuck out. <laughs> uh, Galshell seems like it's going for more of the gross out, whereas yeah. uh, is maybe a bit more psychological. Right, um, and uh, I gotta tell you, Galshell's really killing me right now, so... <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Chelsea. Penumbra. Okay, that is one for Penumbra, two for... Or no, that's two for Penumbra, one for Galshell. Crystal. A Galshell. Hmm. That ties it up. Um, I think I would enjoy playing Penumbra more, but like you said, if we're going spook for spook, I might have to give it to Galshell. I mean, ultimately, this is the list. This is just... Uh, right. Like, sure. our votes tonight aren't limited to... Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for Penumbra. If only because I want to talk about where it moves to now, now that it moves up to number 51. Crystal, how does Penumbra compare to Sonic Heroes, the scariest game we've talked about yet? Uh, I'd rather... Sonic Heroes... If I recall, you go to Pumpkin Hill in Sonic Heroes, don't you? Isn't it... Doesn't it make a return? Ah, gosh, I don't remember that. Let me look it up. Sonic Heroes levels. I'm going to Google that. Uh, you don't... I was thinking of Rail Canyon is the level I was thinking of. Yeah. Because that's the level I got stuck on as Team Chaotix and couldn't ever figure out what the fuck I was supposed to do to beat it. Sonic Heroes has really cute box art. Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely merits to Sonic Heroes. There are a lot of defenders of Sonic Heroes, but overall, it was a pretty disappointing sequel to Sonic Adventure 2. Um, In the sense that I was hoping that they would have 
improved from Sonic Adventure 2 and like made a good game for once and they didn't. I agree, it was disappointing. Uh, how do you vote? I, I I probably still rather play Sonic Heroes. Okay, that's one for Sonic Heroes, Chelsea. Um, I'm gonna vote for Penumbra. Okay, Molly. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Sonic Heroes. That's two for Sonic Heroes. Ty. Uh, okay. I just don't like Sonic games, and Sonic Heroes was. Okay. Because I was about to ask you what your overall opinion on 3D Sonic was, because as you know, it has torn this show apart. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I would probably have a lot more fun or get more hours out of Penumbra. Okay, okay. Uh, So that is two for Penumbra, two for Sonic Heroes, is that right? Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with Penumbra. Um, Sonic Heroes, I played it. I, I played it a lot. I got three of the, like... I finished it three times and couldn't finish it a fourth. So that I sounds feel like, like a failing I'm, on your part. I'm qualified to say that game wasn't very good. Uh, which means that Penumbra now moves up to number 49. Ty, how does it compare to Advance of the Mega Camel, otherwise known as Attack of the Mutant Camels? Whoa. Uh, an Atari game by Jeff Minter. Attack. A guy who did not create Tempest, even though he desperately wishes he did. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, in this game, you fly in your spaceship and shoot at gigantic mutant camels who are trying to attack your base. Oh, I was really hoping that you Yo. played as the camels. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, oh, this well is, never mind. This game actually... Yeah, this box okay. art betrayed me. <laughs> the gameplay is side-scrolling, but with a difference in that you can turn around and fly left or right, and the, you control the jet speed. The camels start off yellow, but as you bombard them with laser fire, they change color until they are eventually destroyed. Uh, there is no hanging about, however, as the camels are stampeding towards your base, and they must be stopped quickly. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. They are big, scary mutant camels. So, Ty? Maybe it's just because I'm seeing it for the first time, but this looks rad as fuck. Look at that, yeah. look at that camel he's <laughs> shooting. Okay, but you're, not, but you're not playing as the camels. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, on the box art, you have a, you're a camel, and you're shooting a laser out of your mouth into the, the space. Yeah, that's sick. What if you're not a spaceship, but you're actually a tiny flying camel fighting these giant lumbering camels? Okay, but you, you're not. You know you're, you're a not. Ship, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that camel has wings. It looks like a weird dragon. Okay. Uh, probably Penumbra. <laughs> okay. That's one for Penumbra. Uh, Molly. I'm going to give it to Penumbra. All right. Chelsea. Let's go to Penumbra. Crystal. I kind of like the camel game. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, that's one for the camel game. But uh, Penumbra takes it, which means it has one last game to be compared to. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Dark Souls? Dark Souls is the better video game. Okay, okay. Chelsea. Dark Souls. Molly. Uh, Dark Souls. And Ty. Dark Souls. All right, Dark Souls takes it unanimously, in which case Penumbra, what's the full, Penumbra colon overture? Is that what it is? Or just Penumbra yeah. overture? It's Penumbra, it's Penumbra colon Overture. I, yeah. I think? I think it's Penumbra Overture colon episode one. I No, I think that Overture is the name of episode one. I actually, I, I do think that Overture No, you're not wrong, the the but they, uh, listen, well, I'm just going to list it as Penumbra Overture with no colon for now. We can sort it out later. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort it out right now. All right, well, while you do that, I'm going to move us on to our fourth game of the night, Resident Evil. Four. That's pretty this good. is the GameCube game, one of the infamous Capcom fives. Uh, it's the game where you play as the Leon Kennedy, the most emo secret service agent who ever done lived. 
on his quest to save the president's daughter from a deranged uh, Spanish cult who have infested themselves with a creepy monster parasite that turns them into weird zombies. And then they infest you with one, and you gotta save the day and get the president's daughter out safe, and... It fucking rules? It, this game fucking rules. It has a suplex. I'm going to bring my argument to the table. It has a suplex button. There's talk a... talk about... What, halfway through the game, apropos of absolutely nothing, you, with no, like, notification and no pop and circumstance, you unlock an ability where if you shoot a bad guy in the kneecap and make them drop to their knees, you can walk up to them and press A to suplex them. Press button to German suplex and blow their head up. Yes, yeah, if they are low on health, you will suplex them so hard that their head explodes. This game is great. Uh, I, I don't know if it really needs any more introduction than that. Most people already know what it is. I would like to make a correction. Leon Kennedy is okay. not emo, he is Joff. He's not emo. Yeah, thank you, I guess Crystal. he's. I was yeah. going to ask you. <laughs> he's very Joff, you're right. <laughs> uh, Alright, so that means... Leon Kennedy uh, was prep in Resident Evil 2. Right, right. He became goth over the course of the events of that when game. When you get, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Where are we starting on this one? Let's start with uh, Ty. How does Resident Evil 4 compare to Door of the Explorer Barnyard Buddies? This is a PlayStation 1 edutainment game based on the hit children's franchise Door of the Explorer, where she explores a world with her pal Boots the Monkey, who wears boots. And they gotta, I don't know, learn things? I don't know anything. Can't suplex that monkey, it's gotta go to Resident Evil. Okay, okay. That monkey has never thrown a suplex in its life. No. Right, right, right. Uh, Alright, that's one for Resident Evil. Molly. Uh, I'm voting for Resident Evil. Chelsea. Resident Evil. Crystal. Sadler, you're small time. (laughs) (laughs) there's probably gonna be a lot of out of context quotes from resident evil 4 during this process uh as well there should be uh so that means we are moving up to 67 uh which is avatar so let's move off of that and say crystal how does resident evil 4 compare to yar's revenge for the atari a seminal shoot-em-up type game where you gotta punch through a weird alien shield as you're Play as another weird alien, and you shoot it up real good. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Okay. Chelsea. I was, uh... Um, uh... Let's, let's get over to Yara's Revenge. Okay. That's one for Yara's Revenge. Molly. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Okay. Ty. As one of the better Resident Evil games, I gotta give it to Resident Evil 4. Yeah, uh, I, I also have to give it to Resident Evil 4. Yara's Revenge is one of those... It's a real Sturmovic sort of situation where there is a there are people that appreciate this game a lot, but they're never on this show. Oh. <laughs> Dinah hasn't been on in so long, and she loves this game. Uh, but, uh, all right, with that, Resident Evil 4 moves up the list to number 34. Ty, how does it compare to Darkest Fear 3 Nightmare, a cell phone game uh, that's like a puzzle game? Puzzle horror, so it fits into our, our aesthetic this this creepy evening, uh, where you play as a dad who has a daughter who's been infected with the darkness, and uh, you have to solve puzzles together where the dad can't has to stay out of the shadow because that's where the monsters are, but his daughter is a monster, so she has to stay out of the light, and the two of you got to work together to escape the spooky place they're in. Aww. 
What's this game called, Luke? Uh, Darkest Fear 3 Nightmare. Uh, it is a game that is linked on the Let's Plays list if you're looking for info on it. I'm just looking for the game on the list. I'm, I, I lost oh, my Oh, it's place. number 34. Uh, okay, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, Ty, how do you vote? Uh, I don't want to just judge it because it's a cell phone game. It seems reductive. Sure. But I'm not going to give it to a fucking cell phone game. No, it's the Resident Evil. <laughs> okay. Uh, Molly? Uh, Resident Evil 4. Chelsea? Resident Evil. And Crystal. Where's everyone going? Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Great line read. Great line read. Moving up, uh, the first game that's actually giving me pause. Crystal, how does Resident Evil 4 compare to Bayonetta, the character action game where you play as a crazy sex witch who uses her hair to murder angels over and over forever? Oh, Resident Evil 4 is better. Okay. Uh, Chelsea? Um, uh... Maybe do someone else first. Okay, Molly. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Okay, Ty. Bayonetta. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea, come back to you? Um, Bayonetta. Okay, that ties it up. Shit, I love both of these games a lot. Yeah. Oh, man, these are both so good. I think I have gotten more joy out of Resident Evil 4 on a longer timeline than Bayonetta. But, boy, oh, boy... Like, if Bayonetta's got to lose, this is the kind of game it should lose to. Gosh. The thing about Resident Evil 4 is that every time I see it's out for a new console, I'm like, fuck, I should play that again. And I mean, then I buy it again. And that then happens I play to it again because it's so good. That happens to Bayonetta also, though. Well, I mean, how many times has that happened? I think it's exactly uh, it once. Out, it released on the Wii U and on PC. Okay, so two times. Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil has it, like, six times. <laughs> that is true. You can and play Resident every, Evil and everything. every single time, I'm excited. Yeah, you're not wrong. God, they're both so good, though. Yeah, Resident Evil 4. I'm, I'm, oh, jeez. Bayonetta is a really good game, but it doesn't strike me as the kind of instant classic that Resident Evil 4 is. Yeah. Yeah, see, I would say that it is, but, you know, that comes down to opinion. Ty, speaking of instant classics... How does Resident Evil 4 compare to Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? The second 3D Sonic game. I guess third if you count Sonic R. Who cares? Um, <laughs> it's Resident Evil's better than that Sonic game. Okay. Molly. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is a better game. All right, Chelsea. Resident Evil. Crystal. Sonic Adventure 2. Of course you vote that, but you lose! Okay, <laughs> Luke, you have to rub it in. I can hear, I can hear the relief in Luke's voice when I saw Resident <laughs> Evil, knowing that he would be able to break any tie in favor of Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> Just the relief in his voice. Resident Evil 4 continues to skyrocket. Crystal, how does it compare to the SNES classic JRPG Earthbound, which was like a funny RPG where you play as... A little boy who goes on an adventure to save the world from an evil alien demon who evolves into pure sadness and anger and hatred itself. And you have to just, you know, be a nice boy and save the world. And it's just such a heartfelt and wonderful game that I love very much. Uh, Resi 4. That's fair. Chelsea. (laughs) Earthbound. All right. That's one for each. Molly. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Okay. Ty. All right. So this is a horror you know the horror episode or the Halloween episode. Sure. As a child, few things uh, disturbed me as much as Earthbound did. There's a part where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna have to take your brains out, and you probably won't be able to go back to being a human, and you'll like never oh, yeah, be again." Yeah, at the end again. of that game, there's like a time warp you have to go through to get to the last boss, 
And they're like, yeah, so organic matter can't get through here, so we're going to have to kill you and put your consciousness in this robot body so you can go fight the bad guys. Luke, I'm kind of understanding, like, what your whole deal is <laughs> a lot more right now. <laughs> There's also that boss, like, midway through that's, like, the cursed statue that one hit kills you, but because your HP ticks down in real time, you have, like, the duration of your turn to use a healing item before your health bar runs out. Yeah, I gotta give it to Urban yeah. It has okay. affected me in ways. Or, like, that the is, people in your too, mind yeah. that are like, we are your courage, and then they just one by one start dying out. <laughs> right, and then, like, in the end, you have to, like, the prey command, which has been useless for the vast majority of the game, <laughs> you have to start spamming it, and it just keeps saying that nothing happens, but slowly something starts to happen if you keep doing it. And then you have to pray as the player... To, like, destroy him just through the power of hope, and God Earthbound is good. But I'm voting for Resident Evil 4. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but, again, this is Earthbound lost to something it deserves to lose to. Resident Evil 4 has a gun once you beat the game <laughs> called the Chicago Typewriter. Right. Uh, and it has unlimited ammo. Yeah. Um, is the thing. But also, if you press the reload button, it does have a reload animation. And I think that's an amazing touch. That, that is pretty good, actually. <laughs> I used to... My brother uh, would watch me play the game, and I, I would always reload after fights. And he was like, what's wrong with you? You <laughs> don't have to do that. I've played video games with your brother, so I can hear this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to get very mad at me. I believe it. All right, Ty, how does Resident Evil 4 compare to Elite Beat Agents? The Nintendo DS rhythm game where you play as a band of secret agents that go around the world and use the power of music to help people succeed in everyday life. Because everybody has a hard time sometimes and just needs a little help and encouragement. Uh, I've never, I haven't played Elite Beach Agents. I played the Japanese version. Can I vote on it based on that? Uh, oh, yeah. Like Osu Take well, that's, not, that's not the same game. Yeah. but okay. I mean, it's the same franchise. It's same the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. I'll get, uh, you, yeah. Did, did you play both of those? No, just the uh, just the Japanese. Just one. the. No, I mean both uh, both of the Japanese ones. No, not the second one actually. Oh, I've heard the second one's really good. All right, I'm gonna give it to that anyway. one. Then. Yeah, it beats Resident Evil. Okay, all right, it's one for Elite Beat Agents, Molly. I need everybody to know that this hurts my heart very much to have to compare these two games. Because I know you love both these games. I love both these games so much, um, but I think I have to vote for Elite Beat Agents because okay. it's so good and hopeful. Yeah, yeah. And it has a killer soundtrack that yeah. also is also a bad soundtrack. Right, but it's bad in the most delightful ways. It's a yeah, good exactly. soundtrack is the thing. It's a good soundtrack, but also it's bad. Mm, but also yeah. it's very good. It's a good soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you uh, say so. Chelsea. EBA. All right. Uh, Crystal. I would have voted Resi 4. I think I would have too, uh, but EBA takes it. Uh, in which case, Resident Evil 4 moves down one slot. Crystal, how does it compare to Power Pro Kun Pocket 3? A game that's going to need some explanation because it's Japanese only. But let me tell you, this game is... Things... A... I'm just going to take a step. Is it a baseball game? It is a just baseball game. At the... okay. okay. So Power Pro is like a very long-standing series of baseball games in Japan. Uh, and with the Power Pro Kun Pocket games, they decide to get a little silly with them. In this game, you're an up-and-coming high school baseball star who dies and gets Whoa. resurrected in the body of a robot and has to relearn how to become a baseball star 
and it is partially a baseball game, partially a social sim where you have to manage this high school student robot's life as he rebuilds the pieces of his destroyed life after his death and recaptures what it means to be a human being. Wait, is this just Persona? It's a little Persona. It's kind of like if Persona had baseball instead of dungeon crawling. Okay, that sounds like a way better game. <laughs> uh, Crystal, how do you vote? I'm going to have to go with Power Pro Coon Pocket 3. Okay, Chelsea. Resident Evil. Okay, Molly. I'm going to vote for Resident Evil 4. Ty. Uh, I'm kind of looking at it right now. Uh, let's go with uh, Resident Evil. Okay. Uh, that means Resident Evil 4 takes it. Um, I might have voted for Power Pro, but that's fine. As amazing as this screenshot is of the robot getting married. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I still think Resident Evil 4 is very good and a better game. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will say, I, listen, my love of Power Pro Coon Pocket 3 is, uh, like, hypothetical, whereas my love of Resident Evil 4 is actual because I can yes, play it. Yes, it's very real. I didn't stream it tonight because I did this instead. Right. We told you to stream it while recording this, but you didn't. No, I mean, like, I could have, I guess, but that yeah. would... Inter- it, I'm doing, like, Grand Blue Farming instead while I'm Sure, this, so. sure. Okay, uh, with that, Resident Evil 4 is ranked at number four, directly above Power Pro Coon Pocket 3, <laughs> directly below Elite Beat Agents. That works out well. Number four at number Resident four. Resident Evil 4 earns number four. I think that's a very good slot for it. Uh, that means that we have just one last game to place. It's Costume Quest. Chelsea, this is one of your favorite games, so why don't you explain this one? Oh, it's a cute game where you get to be either, uh, one of two uh, twins, and you go trick-or-treating, um, your little kids, and you go trick-or-treating, and at the first house, uh, your sibling, your twin sibling, gets kidnapped by monsters, and you have to collect candy and fight monsters who are trying to collect candy for evil, nefarious plans, and... You use your costumes, and there's and you turn to turn into giant cool fighters like you. You like, like turn into what you have a costume of, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was gonna say your costume affects your powers, right? Yeah, and it's this cool turn-based uh, fight thing, and it's really awesome. And it, it, yeah, it's like kind of like this very cute game about like the power fantasy of role-playing as a little kid. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's super cute, and it's very pretty, and, like, I really like it because it feels like it really encapsulates, like, the dream of everything you want out of a night of trick-or-treating on Halloween as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like, presents this world where Halloween night means that the neighborhood is owned by the children who get to be whatever they want to be and just get to like rule and have candy and it's just kind of this fun very like positive thing that's delightful yeah all right well then let's get into the ranking to figure out just how delightful it is uh we're starting at number 132 but we probably have to offset that uh let's move to 131 crystal how does costume quest compare to endless flight 2 it's uh, a game where you're a dragon in a browser and you gotta like tap the space bar to like get a little bit of lift and then you drop again it's it's, you know, the helicopter game. It's Flappy Bird. Flappy you know what dragon. it is. Luca had a Flappy hot dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double Fine has never made a good video game. Oh, oh I disagree. Oh. oh. Wait, what? Wait. What was that? I missed the hot take. Oh, man. Someone's been fired today. Do you want to reassert your claim? 
Double Fine has never made a good video game. Oh, oh wow, okay. Ooh. So I'm gonna go for Endless Flight too. Wow, you think it is worse than a game that you have constantly shit on? <laughs> I'm, Costume Quest, the premise of Costume Quest is definitely very cute. Sure. But I don't trust Double Fine to make a good video game on how they've never made one before. Mm. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll have this fight uh, in... Well, first, we'll have this fight more moving on, but we'll have it, you know, when we get to Psychonauts and all that stuff also. Chelsea, how do you vote? Costume Quest. Yay. Molly. Um, I'm gonna vote for Costume Quest. Okay, Ty. Who you know about my predilection towards dragon games. I just love dragons yeah, yeah, yeah. so much. It's Costume Quest. It's delightful. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I gotta give it to Costume Quest. Uh, so Costume Quest moves up the list. Ty, how does it compare to SM Word? Uh, a game that... Not Super Mario World. No, 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 no. This game is so hard to explain, but I love doing it. You, The game looks like Microsoft Word. And you right, have to yeah. just type the phrase, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, over and over again. But as you do, Clippy, the paperclip, continuously pops up and uh, interrupts your typing. And uh, eventually starts interrupting in like multiple instances of himself to the point where you can't even see what you're doing. And uh, the program starts locking up so that you can't just close the windows. You have to scream into your microphone in rage to make him go away. Until eventually he overwhelms your computer and crashes the program. And you're scored based on just how many times you manage to type out all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Hmm. A, a Microsoft Word burn track in video game form that also is a The Shining video game? Yeah. This is maybe the scariest video game we've Yep, I was like 100%, <laughs> yeah. SM Word sounds like the most terrifying video game. <laughs> How do you vote? Uh, I, I mean, I really do like SM Word. Every time you describe it, I love it even more. <laughs> it is the pettiest video game ever made. Uh, but yeah, I think I'll give it a costume quest because it seems like like it's dress fears, but kids. It's getting candy. Yeah, dress fears, but kids is probably the the easy way to describe it. You're right. Yeah, Molly. I'm going to vote for costume quest. Okay, Chelsea. Costume quest. Crystal. SM word. Yeah, I I also vote for SM word, but you know I'm a broken person, so costume That's quest true. continues to climb. I know this about you. <laughs> Crystal, how does Costume Quest compare to The Clue Finder's 4th Grade Adventures Puzzle of the Pyramid? A game where you play as the iconic video game characters The Clue Finders while they solve a mystery about Egypt and eventually confront an Egyptian god and have to defeat him. Uh, Costume Quest. Okay, Chelsea. Costume Quest. Weirdly, I feel like these games are kind of similar. <laughs> uh, Molly. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Costume Quest. Okay, that's three for Costume Quest, Ty. Wait, what was the game it's against? Sorry, I got distracted. Th this was the Clue Finder's fourth grade adventures puzzle of the pyramid. Okay, um... <laughs> I'll say Costume Quest has already won. Costume Quest. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, Ty, how does Costume Quest compare to Wii Sports, the launch game for the Wii that, uh, you, everyone knows what it is. You you swing that little remote control around. You and play you sports. Make, and you do the tennis. Ugh. I think I might actually give it to Wii Sports, actually. Okay. Molly. Uh, I'm going to give it to Wii Sports. Ba -da 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 -da. 
Yeah, that, that's yeah. my impression of the Wii Sports music. That's uh, good. Chelsea. Costume Quest. Crystal. We would like to play. Okay. That means okay. that means that Costume Quest loses without me having to vote and upsetting my girlfriend, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the dynamics. <laughs> this is this is all for science. I don't know why uh, anybody would get upset about it. Crystal, how does Costume Quest compare to Freedom Planet, the indie platformer that is uh, designed to be evocative of the Sega Genesis Sonic the Hedgehog games, as well as some other popular Genesis games like the you know Work of Treasure and all that kind of stuff. And it's pretty good. Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, mm-hmm. I do really feel bad for Freedom Planet that, like, okay. not too long after it came out, Sega finally got shit together. Sure. And then just made the game that it was trying to be, but officially yeah. Sonic. Yeah, So yeah. for Freedom Planet. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, costume Quest. Molly. Um, there is, like, an added, like, tone of joy in Chelsea's <laughs> voice anytime she says the phrase Costume Quest that I love. <laughs> I um, love it a lot. <laughs> You're just excited by thinking about it. <laughs> this this is a tough call. I gotta get the sequel to play this year. Yeah. But I think I am gonna vote for Freedom Planet. Okay, that is two for Freedom Planet. Uh, Ty. I wish I liked Freedom Planet more. I see the work that went into it. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with and it. Like, uh... you know what's amazing about Costume Quest? What? What's that? There's a Statue of Liberty costume that when you go into the battle mode, like, yeah. like let me get, let me show the screenshot thing then. Um, uh, it's like all red, white, and blue, and stars, and Abraham Lincoln, mm. and there's an eagle that makes makes a, a clawing <laughs> sound. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, that's a pretty, Holy shit. that's a pretty good that's a pretty good move. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good anime attack. <laughs> yeah, that's either an attack or just the introduction of like Lincoln. <laughs> costume quest. All right, costume quest. Yeah, yeah. Cost that 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 image convinced me to go with costume quest, which means the costume quest uh, moves back up to number twenty. Ty, how does costume quest compare to Darkened Sky, the GameCube action adventure game, um, where you're a like wizard that learns to cast spells through the use of Skittles, the candy, the actual literal candy. Ooh. <laughs> uh. The Mars Corporation uh, notably uh, you know, reviewed all the writing for this game to make sure they approved of it because their product is in it. And uh, they asked that all the snakes be removed and that there could be snake-like creatures but no actual snakes. What the fuck? Wow, <laughs> it's you're an incredible... right. Gee, I knew this game but didn't know it was Skittles. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, it's Skittles. Wow. Number 20 is a fucking a Skittles game? <laughs> yeah, yeah! <laughs> okay. Alright, um... It was published by Simon & Schuster. <laughs> I'm looking at the movie game page, and under alternate titles, it says Skittles game. <laughs> informal title. <laughs> which is pretty amazing. Uh... How, okay, Ch- Chelsea, what actual candy tie-ins is in Costume Quest? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, candy corn. <laughs> okay. That is a good candy. Yeah, uh, okay, you also like candy corn? I like candy corn. Okay. Candy corn's great. Not like alone. <laughs> I'm okay. the only one here that hates candy corn. <laughs> I feel like it's such a meme to hate candy corn, but candy corn's great. Okay. Candy corn's amazing. It's just sugar that melts in your mouth. 
Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> oh, I'm so alone. <laughs> costume. Costume quest. Sorry, you just have bad opinions. <laughs> uh, I'm torn. All right, that's that's one for costume quest, yeah. Molly. Um, I am going to vote for costume quest, but I am kind of in awe of Darkened Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Costume. Okay, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang the fuck off. What? You play Sky of Lindlora, a sexy warrior hero adventurer goddess with a smart mouth. <laughs> okay, can I change my vote? life as a Dwentil shepherdess has changed forever, which comes upon one of the magical skittles while following a stray Dwentil. Why do you think this game got number 20? It wasn't just a goof. It is up to Sky to reassemble the Great Rainbow, <laughs> which has been squelched by the evil Lord Necroft. <laughs> I am still voting for Costume Quest, but I needed to say that out loud. Sure. Ty, are you still voting for Costume Quest? <sighs> okay, I think I may have to switch to Dark and Sky. You did it. Fucking the bravest okay, of this Skittles game. <laughs> that's one for each, Chelsea. Costume Quest. Okay, Crystal. Yeah, I have a really soft spot in my heart for extremely uh, blatant product placement. Okay, and frankly, sure. I think Costume Quest could have used more of that. <laughs> so I'm going to vote for Darken Sky. God damn it, that ties it up. <laughs> I mean, Costume Quest has gotten pretty high. I'm pretty it's happy. It's gotten pretty high. Um, I, it really comes down to, like, the earnest, honest side of me likes Costume Quest, and the ironic <laughs> shitbag of the side loves Darken Sky. And it's a real internal struggle right now. Can, can you not see the people around the boardroom like, we gotta have a sexy, fast-talking lady <laughs> to get these kids to get our Skittles? <laughs> yeah, I gotta go for Dark and Sky. It just makes me so happy anytime I get to think about it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Chelsea. Oh, fine. Uh, speaking of games we love, though, here's one I love. Ty, how does uh, Costume Quest compare to... Or, I'm sorry, Crystal. How does Costume Quest compare to Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix? Oh, Super competitive Puzzle Fighter. Oh, okay, sure. This is the competitive puzzle game based on Street Fighter where you gotta crash them gems into each other to crash bigger gems and bury your opponent in gems. Chelsea. Gems. Um, <laughs> uh, give me a minute to take a look at Super Puzzle Fighter. Sure, sure. Uh, Molly. I'm going to vote for Costume Quest because this Costume All Attacks videos that yeah. Chelsea linked is amazing. It's very good. All right, that's uh, one for each tie. Uh, I'm always going to go for Puzzle Fighter. I love it so okay. dumb much. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chelsea? Uh, what are the votes like? What's, uh, there's two for Puzzle Fighter, one for Costume Quest. Um, oh, it's really hard. Really hard. You can pass the decision off to Luke. Yes. Yeah, but that's also mean. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, I I'll, might have to, but... I'll, I'll put you out of your misery here. I'm voting for Puzzle Fighter. I love it. And I was so mad when they announced they're making a new one, but it's for mobile phones. <laughs> Wait, was the first one not for mobile phones? No, it was an arcade game. About? Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just always assumed it was for mobile phones. Everybody liked it. No, no, no. It was an arcade game that eventually like got... Well, this version of it came to like Xbox 360 and had online play. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that must be what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they like just announced they're bringing it back. And I was like, yes! For mobile. God, mm. no. Sorry. Not until you give me a fight stick that plugs into my phone, Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. 
Anyway, yeah, Puzzle Fighter takes it, which means Costume Quest is one last game to compare to. Ty, how does it compare to Titanfall, the first-person multiplayer shooter by a bunch of people that used to make Call of Duty and then said, we're out of here, bozos, and peeled out on their motorcycles to go make Titanfall, a game where you do parkour and shoot people, and if you do enough good parkouring, they give you a giant robot. Do you like parkour and giant robots? Um, yeah. Mm, it's Titanfall 1, not 2, right? This is 1, yeah. yeah. So this this game had didn't really have, like, a campaign. It had, like, a weird... It had, uh, like, a weird kind of, like, MOBA-ish mode, yeah. I think. You had to play multiplayer matches, and there's a bunch of, like, creeps and stuff. Yeah, like, it spawned creeps onto the map uh, that you could shoot to, like, build up your meter to summon your titan and stuff. But, yeah. It was, like, it's an interesting game where they tried a lot of ideas. Yeah, I think if it was two, I would give it to it, but um, I'm going to give it to Costume Quest. Okay, that's one for Costume Quest. Molly. Yeah, I, if this was 2, I, th- I thought that Titanfall 2 was, like, a better game than Doom, shooter-wise, uh, sure. that year. But uh, it, this is Titanfall 1, which was not the same thing. So I'm going to give it to uh, Costume right. Quest. Okay. Uh, Chelsea? I am camped out on the Costume Quest hill. Okay. All right. Uh, Crystal? Uh, I might say Titanfall 1's multiplayer's better than Titanfall 2's, even. Yeah, I know you're a real big fan of Titanfall 1, but it sounds like the, the tide has turned in favor of Costume Quest. In which case, Costume Quest has been placed at number 23, directly above <clears throat> Titanfall, directly below Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. Uh, notably, both Ray Tracers and Queen the Eye have been knocked out of the top 25 this week. Rest in peace. Apparently there's a lot of good Halloween games, or at least two. At least two good Halloween games. I didn't think any of these were going to uh, get in the top 20, but hey. Hey. Uh, that means we now have 265 games ranked, so let's close out by looking at the bottom and top 10. The bottom 10 is untouched, so it remains as follows. Number 265, Swedish Erotica, Custer's Revenge. Number 264, Vitamin X, We Are Super Supermint Boys. <laughs> Number 263, Medal of Honor, Warfighter. Number 262, Time Dominator, aka Socket. Number 261, Swedish Erotica, Bachelor Party. Number 260, who did I date last night? Number 259, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 258, Kaze no Oka Koen Nite. Number 257, Las Vegas Tycoon. And number 256, ZHP Unlosing Ranger versus Dark Death Evilman. God damn. <laughs> what? That's just a hell of a name. That's it all. really is, and it seemed like a hell of a game until we found the offensive jokes in it. Ah, oh, good. We were we were ready to rocket that sucker to the top, and then we found the gross trans misogynistic shit. Yeah, weird. That never happens. Yeah, it never happens. It's so rare to see that happen. Number ten, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. I'm gonna get you out of that top ten one of these days, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can't catch him. He's just too fast. Oh, Sonic. I'm. I'm, I mean, we helped today. I'm going to eventually just turn into Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> Get me that hedgehog! All right, number no, nine. You specifically don't want the hedgehog. Well, I, I want to brought to me so that I can deal with him. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe. I don't really know what Robotnik wants from Sonic in the first place. I guess to kill him, either. right? Yeah, I guess I to kill him. Dead. Uh, number nine. Rocksmith. All new 2014 edition remastered. Number eight, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Number seven, Rocket League. Number six, Earthbound. Number five, Power Pro Coon Pocket 3. 
Number four, Resident Evil 4. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I need to get this bit going early. Number four, Resident Evil 4. Number three, Elite Beat Agents. Number two, Mother 3. And number one, the best game of all time to our knowledge, Undertale. Crystal, where can people find you online? Hi, you can find me on Twitter.com at Arcane Crystal. And you can also find me at the Book of Medora podcast at AudioEntropy.com. Okay, uh, Chelsea. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nitspecimus. All right, uh, Molly. You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R at AudioEntropy.com, at INeedMayo.com, and at Patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also at ProtectAlex.com. And at ProtectAlex.com. <laughs> and at you can just be you.com, and also at LMTYHS.com. If you're going to make me list all my URLs, I'm going to be here a while. Ashley bought a lot of URLs for you and her. She sure did. I love that girl. <laughs> Brenda Strong. Ty. Hi, I, I'm just a guy. You can find me on Twitter at Sirius Tiberius. And I do okay. that D&D podcast every now and then. All right, cool. Uh, th- to be clear, the name of the podcast is That D&D Podcast. <laughs> it's great SEO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> great SEO. Uh, ask me, you can find me on Twitter, at SSJ Speed Racer. Go on over to AudioEntropy.com. Check out all the shows over there. I'm on a lot of them, but also not a lot of them. So if you don't like me, don't worry about it. Go ahead and donate some money over there, why don't you? Because, you know, fuck you. Well, we gotta pay for the hosting, is what you mean to say. It's up in the top right-hand corner. You can hit that donate button. You're right. I don't mean fuck you. I mean, we love all of you. Please give us money. Hey, buddy. Um, hey, friends out the there. Button. How about you smash that <laughs> donate, donate button? button. Yeah, go hit, that, go hit that donut button. Smash that MF donut button. <laughs> because that way we can buy donuts. Please? I'm very hungry. That's a lie. All the money goes to hosting. Yeah, no, we, we do just pay for our hosting costs with that. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, Ty, why don't you give us a uh, sign-off tagline for the week? You've been placed! Molly, how about you? Uh, place this. Chelsea. Trick or treat. Crystal. Grass tastes bad. I did the only theme <laughs> one. I still don't have a good one for this. We'll see you next wait, time, everybody. Wait, hang on, I got a better one. I got a better oh, wait, one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your right hand comes off. That's going to do it for us this week. See you next time, everybody, on Let's Place. I thought I told you not.